Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of For You From Eve. We are back with the For You Friday episode. So in case you are new here, my name is Olivia Eve and every single Friday I like to get on and do a little advice, I guess, questionnaire where I go on Instagram and I ask you guys, what do you want me to talk about this Friday? And I normally give a specific type of topic like, oh, we're going to talk about health or wellness or organization or morning routines or, you know, whatever it is. But I decided today that I kind of just wanted to do like an overall question thing from like small questions to like big deep questions and I decided to make it a video because I've never made a solo episode a video and I had a few of you majority of you do prefer just listening to audio so obviously this is both you can listen with audio or if you're like in your bed and you're like I really want to watch that video or you're on the treadmill or whatever it is I made the video option available as well Obviously, you're just going to be watching me talk, so I can't promise it's going to be the most exciting video, but I totally understand preferring a visual over just listening to someone. So I decided to kind of make it this style. So make sure you guys let me know how you prefer it. I've asked you guys on Instagram before, like, do you prefer watching a podcast or listening to a podcast? And about over 70% of you preferred listening to a podcast over watching it and I feel like especially because it is summertime a lot of us are going on walks and we kind of want a podcast to listen to so you do have both options obviously but today is Friday so I've had a really really busy week I've been if you follow me on Instagram or TikTok you know that I started working as a substitute teacher for an elementary school And I decided to basically make it a full-time job where I'm substituting Monday through Friday. And so I've been waking up every single morning at like 6 a.m. and doing my full morning routine of having my like gut health juices in the morning and journaling and doing all that good stuff. And then I start my day, I go to work and I come home from work, I go to the gym and I just kind of make it a very productive, healthy lifestyle that I'm excited and look forward to doing. So I'm recording this episode on Wednesday. So obviously as you're listening to this, it comes out on Friday, but I'm recording the Wednesday before this For You Friday. And I thought I was substituting at 8 a.m. today, so I thought I had to be at work at 8. So I woke up at 6 to get ready and like go to work. And then I looked at my schedule and I was like, wait, I'm not substituting till 12 today. And I was like, oh, I wish I could go back to sleep. But then I was like, you know what? Let me take advantage of this time that I have just like being awake. Let me record my podcast. I went to the gym this morning. I think I woke up at... I want to say I woke up at like six and I went to the gym at like seven and then I kind of just um, had like a really good morning. I went to the gym. I got my Starbucks. As you can see, I get the venti brown sugar shake and espresso with oat milk. Absolute favorite drink. And also Wednesday morning today, I actually posted a Starbucks gift card on my story so you could go ahead and scan it if you want in person which I just thought was like a little treat I got a few dms from you guys that were like I was having the worst day and this just made me so happy and like gave me something to look forward to so that's something I'm really really excited for and happy that I got to give you guys but yeah I was like you know what let me take advantage of this morning I'm substituting Thursday and Friday so I might as well record my episode today and edit it and get it ready for Friday so It's kind of just showing that like even when things don't necessarily go according to plan, you can always take advantage of stuff and be grateful for the little things like being grateful for the extra hours I have in the morning and all that stuff. So like I said, this past weekend, I posted on Instagram and said, ask me anything, no limits. And a lot of you guys asked really, really good questions. So I'm going to go through them. I'm going to answer them for you guys. And this For You Friday is kind of just going to be a free for all where I answer a bunch of questions, answer your advice 
and all that stuff because I feel like a lot of the time you just need that FaceTime with a friend to get things off your chest and I this is kind of what this is is like what this is and this is why I wanted to make it a video too because I know how therapeutic it can be to just FaceTime your friend and get things off your chest and hear their advice so that's basically what today is okay so the first question that I see here is okay so also shout out to my phone case from Wildflower it's honestly one of my favorite things. I get so many compliments on it. If you're looking at the video, you can see it. But let's go ahead and get started because I'm going to be reading your questions off Instagram. So the first question I see is, how were you during your first week at university? I actually got a lot of kind of like school questions about exams and preparing to enter school and all that stuff. So I'll just kind of like combine all the school questions in one because someone else asked how to prepare for entering university. So when I was going into college, I was really excited to be out of high school. And I feel like if you're graduating high school and you're sad about graduating high school, transitioning into college is going to be a little bit harder for you. Because for me, I was like, I'm so happy to be leaving this place. But I know a lot of people leave high school and they're a little bit upset that they're leaving that place. But for me, I was happy and I was relieved. The downside is that I had that feeling a little bit too late because I had applied to schools that I didn't even really want to go to and kind of was just applying to because I they were cheap and they were nearby and I didn't know what I wanted to do yet. So I only applied to two schools when I graduated college, only two. So I really didn't give myself an option. And I got accepted into the one that I really didn't want to go to, but was settling for. And then the other one, I actually didn't get accepted into their business program. So when I didn't get accepted into their business program, I was like, you know what? Let me just go to the other school then because I got accepted into their business program. And I know I definitely want to be in business. And the college that I actually got rejected from their business school from, I'm going to right now. So it's like, I did want to go to the school I'm at right now. I actually was my first choice when I left college besides like the reach schools that I wanted to go to in New York that I didn't even apply to. But I never thought about, oh, I'm going to want this type of lifestyle when I'm in college or, oh, I'm going to want this type of experience in college. I didn't really pay attention or know what I wanted going into college, which made my decision and my first day of school, not that happy, not that exciting, not nothing to really look forward to. I was excited to leave high school, but I wasn't excited to enter college. So I remember my first class of college, I was so anxious the day before my classes. Like, don't think I wasn't. I was so anxious. I was like, what do I wear? Who am I going to see? I don't know how the classes are because in high school, your teachers are like, your professors are so mean. Majority of your professors are going to be fine. Like, I feel like in high school, they really try to scare you with college talk, but you're going to be fine. I promise you that a lot of professors are super understanding. So when I got my schedule, the first thing I recommend doing is actually looking at ratemyprofessor.com. That's what they have here in the States. I don't know if they have it everywhere, but if you go to ratemyprofessor.com, you can kind of get a better idea of what you're walking into when you get into class. So I, rate, I went through Rate My Professor and just looked at the ratings that my professors had and are they going to be like a more test-driven class, more homework-based, whatever it is, just to kind of have an idea of what I was walking into so that I wasn't completely blindsided, I guess, by what I was going into. So I just did a little bit of research on my professors, on my school. I did like a campus tour beforehand, which I really recommend doing, but if you didn't have the opportunity to do a campus tour, you can watch like a YouTube video of it. Majority of colleges have that. You can try to find someone that you know that goes to the school just to kind of get familiar with the campus, the classes the buildings take pictures of your buildings my school has like an app where 
you can go to the app and it will literally like you could put in GPS the building you need to go to and it will take you to that building. So I wasn't really too nervous about getting lost because of those apps. But it's always a little scary to be like, where am I going to park if you're a commuter or whatever? So my first week, I was definitely anxious and nervous. But after like the first day, I was like, oh, this is so exciting because it is such an independent experience to be in college, especially I mean, like if you're living there, it's obviously going to be really independent as well in its own ways because you're living on your own and you're living away from home. But for me, I was commuting and I still had a really, really amazing independent experience with even just commuting and driving somewhere I've never driven before by myself and you know eating lunch by myself and going into classes by myself and all these things and I just remember feeling really happy that I could get up from class and go to the bathroom without asking or you know just like these little small things that just made me feel really really happy um So yeah, I basically was just really excited after my first day, all my nerves kind of got out of my system and I started to be really excited about school and about my classes and just getting on track with everything. I think as for preparing to enter university, you should definitely, like I said, get familiar with the campus, get familiar with your professors, try to make really good first impressions with your impre- with your professors, try to make a really good first impression because even if you have a really good professor, but it's a really hard course, you can kind of try to find your way to get extra credit and all these things if you have a good relationship with your professor. And also, I feel like I didn't really know how much time I was going to have to put into studying and homework. I feel like I wasn't aware of how many hours a week I was going to be like spend studying so I highly highly recommend just like being prepared mentally for like okay I'm gonna have to be studying a lot I'm gonna be have to putting in a lot more effort than I put when I was in high school and kind of just being aware of the fact that like this is gonna be a lot of work but it's gonna be worth it and when it comes to your major never be afraid of switching your major or switching colleges I switched colleges three times like I went to a different school for three different years because I couldn't decide what I wanted and I like I just and the one thing that I thought I wanted when I went to New York City schools I was like this is what I want and it got really lonely because I wasn't dorming and what I thought I really wanted ended up making me feel really really lonely and kind of like depressed and anxious all the time so I really just think it's important to be aware of what kind of environment you want to be in and what kind of lifestyle that you want when going into college and when applying to schools but also know that if you're at your school the first semester and you're like I don't like this campus this isn't for me because that's how I felt you can always change your mind and you can always go somewhere else and do something new and switch your major and change your mind like it's never too late to change your mind in the moment you're going to like be kicking yourself because you're going to be angry but also it's never too late to change your path okay if you're watching the video version I just made the quality so much better I don't know why I didn't clean my camera before I started recording, but it's fine now. The quality is a little bit better. The next question I got is how did you grow your podcast audience? So just honestly, short and quick answer, consistency. Like that is the number one thing when you're doing anything because I always learned like, whether you're playing a sport or you're doing a different major, whatever it is, there's always going to be someone, I think it's a Kanye Quest quote that I saw on Twitter, but there's always going to be someone that's smarter than you, that's better than you, that's prettier than you that's taller than you that's more athletic than you whatever there's always going to be someone that is right but it's like what are you gonna have that other people aren't gonna be able to match up with or what are you gonna have that's gonna make you be able to stand at the top as well so once I started to be very consistent with my podcast and worked hard towards it that's when it got successful and that's how I grew my audience yes my content is something I love and it's something you guys love 
But at the end of the day, there's so many people out there who are creating amazing content. So what is going to differentiate you and your podcast or, you know, your business or whatever it is from other people? And for me, it was the hard work I was putting into it and the consistency I was putting into it and how authentic I was with it. The next question I got is, this one's a little bit deeper. My boyfriend just broke up with me. What are some things I can do to move forward? I've been getting a lot of breakup DMs recently from people who are like, me and my boyfriend broke up, me and my boyfriend broke up, like he cheated on me, this happened, whatever it is. And I feel like there's always like a time period where a lot of relationships start to like end or are troubled or whatever it is. If you want to move on, and I know this is such a cliche answer, but you have to, they always say like to move on, you kind of have to start falling in love with someone else. Let that someone else be you, you know, I think the concept of the fact that we need to move on to someone else is true, but I don't think we talk about like the fact that it could be you that you move on to and it could be you that you start falling in love with and that you start spending more time with. So that's my biggest advice to you is start doing things for yourself. Start doing your makeup for yourself. Start doing your hair for yourself. Start getting dressed for yourself and liking your outfits. Like work out for yourself, work for yourself, all these things because it's like even for me, I'm in a relationship, but like I've had this thing where recently I've been trying to leave my house feeling pretty all the time because I feel like I've always been someone that like didn't want to wear a lot of makeup and didn't want to put too much effort into the way that I was dressing or the way that my hair looked or whatever. And that's fine to be that way. Like you don't have to care about what you look like when you leave the house. But I feel like as I'm getting older, I'm more interested in like, you know what, even if I'm just putting on concealer and blush, like let me do my hair. Like Even if I'm just wearing a hoodie like I am right now, my hair and makeup is done for work. And it's like, yeah, I could go to work with no makeup on and my hair like thrown back, but I want to feel good about myself. I want to feel confident about myself. And I've just learned that when I do put that effort in to do my makeup a little bit or do my hair a little bit, it doesn't have like, as you can see on the camera, I don't have crazy makeup on, but it's just something that makes me feel a little bit better. And I like the way my hair came out. And it's like putting in those little extra steps towards effort just makes me feel so much better about myself and just makes me so much happier and more confident when I leave the house. And it's something that kind of helps me, I guess, love myself a little bit more every day. So I really just think that when you start doing things for yourself, the people around you, it's not really going to matter who hurt you or anything. And this goes like, yes, I'm kind of talking about you and your boyfriend breaking up. Like that doesn't mean that you have to stop like trying to be about your appearance because you have no one to impress. Like I feel like that's just something that we do because we want a boyfriend or we want a girlfriend or we want attention or whatever. But I highly, highly recommend just start doing things for yourself and for your own reasoning and for your own good. And because it's going to make you happy, not because you need and I'm proud of you from someone else, but because you want to get that from yourself and get that validation from yourself. The relationship you have with yourself is going to affect every other relationship in your life. And if you have that amazing, solid relationship with yourself, you're not going to settle for other people. You're not going to set standards for other people because you don't care. Like, you know what you deserve. And until you get it, you will not settle. So take this time to yourself. Be grateful that you have the opportunity to learn yourself. Be grateful that you have the time to learn yourself. And breakups are going to be so difficult and they're always just so hard and it's so hard to move on from this person, especially if you were together for a long time, because it's like so many things will remind you of that person, like a certain song or a certain city or a certain place. And it can be kind of 
it, it's just hard to move on. And it's hard to not know things about this person anymore. Like what's going on in their life? What are they thinking? How do they feel? What are they doing right now? So those things will eat you up for a little bit. There's going to be, it's a healing process, right? I don't want you to wake up the morning after your breakup and be like, I'm okay. Let's do this and this and this and a million things because Liv said to practice self-love. No, you're allowed to sit in your bed and cry. You're allowed to sit in your bed and put on Taylor Swift and go through pictures and old messages of them. And that's the beginning of the healing process. You know, the healing process is not linear. The healing process has bumps and, you know, things along the way that are going to, I guess, put like a pause on it. So I think just being aware of your emotions is number one, like let yourself feel everything. So allow yourself to feel every emotion be around people who are going to validate your feelings. Be around people are, who are going to help you have a positive breakup and not a negative breakup because sometimes the friends or the people we have in our life will kind of affect your relationship or your breakup in a more negative way. And instead of trying to bring you up, they're just going to try to bring your ex down. And it's like you want that friend that's going to worry and focus about bringing you upwards rather than bringing your ex-boyfriend down and their new girlfriend and their new life and like sending screenshots of the new girl they're talking to like, Yes, I understand people do that, but at the same time, that is not going to help you heal and that is not going to help you move on. Instead of focusing on this person and what you can do towards this person to get over them, focus on what you can do for yourself and over time you will heal and you will move on. We kind of just have to trust the world and trust God and trust the universe in these moments and just realize that if the relationship was meant to happen, it would be happening right now. And there's a reason why it's not happening. There's a reason why. And it's like, you're always one heartbreak closer to, you know, your Prince Charming or, you know, the love of your life. And it's like, this is just that one heartbreak closer. And something else is don't expect this ex-boyfriend or whatever to be texting you, to be calling you, to see him soon, to get back together. Because if the relationship ends and if there's any part of you that's like, I feel like we're going to get back together, you're never going to move on. And the second that you see them moving on with someone else, your world is going to be shattered. And you're just going to be like, I didn't expect that. Like when really you broke up, like you should be expecting them to move on eventually. And so should you. So before moving forward with other people, before trying to get attention and male validation, focus on yourself, have good people around you, allow yourself to feel the whole healing process, allow yourself to heal completely before you even think about moving on. Because if you're just kind of looking for attention and male validation and you're just like jumping to see the next guy that's going to call you pretty and that's going to text you every day and ask about your day, the second that you do that just to move on you're not going to have that relationship with yourself and you're just going to end up settling with something else and that relationship will end too because you didn't allow, allow yourself to heal from the past. So just be fully aware of you know, your healing process and everything that you have to do to heal. So like I said, be around people who make you feel good. Allow yourself to feel every emotion. Go for car rides. Go to go do something new that you've never done before. Go to a workout class you've never done. Go to a city you've never done with friends. Like all these things, just add new things into your life and make this life exciting for yourself and do it by yourself. Like get lunch by yourself in the city or, you know, whatever it is. It's like little things like this will help you practice self-love and it'll help you kind of create a bond with yourself where if someone else does try entering your life, 
yes, obviously allow yourself to explore that option, but also when you do have a good relationship with yourself and when you do love yourself, you're going to be aware of what this person should be giving you and what you deserve from them. The next question that I got is how do I balance working, but also having fun with my friends in the summertime? So this is something I feel like, I feel like a lot of people are honestly busier in the summertime than they are in the school year. And it's like, they have school during the fall and winter and spring semester, but in the summer they have like an internship or a side hustle that they're working on. Like I know for me, I've been busier these past two weeks that I've been substituting doing my podcast and doing social media than I ever was during the school year. So I totally understand what that feels like to be like, I don't have time for my friends. Like even the other day, I was sitting and I just got, I did substituting all day. I went to the gym straight after I came home. I ate dinner. I took a shower and I was exhausted. And I was like, I don't feel like doing anything, but my friends were hanging out and they called me and they were like, please come. We haven't seen you in so long. And I was like, you're right. I haven't seen you guys in like two weeks. I'm going to stop by for like an hour. And I went by, I went to my friend's house for maybe, maybe two hours just to like sit there, talk with them and just see them again. And I went home and I was like, wow, like I haven't spent time with my friends in so long. Like I haven't gone out with them in so long or you know whatever it was and it just made me feel really like I guess bad for myself because I was like you're just consuming yourself with your work and obviously it's amazing to you know feel motivated and feel good and like on the weekends I do have my phone and I try not to focus on work at all during the weekends and all I do on the weekdays is like I wake up at six I do my morning routine I go to work I come home I go to the gym I eat dinner I shower and I'm asleep by like 10 p.m every night And it's amazing to have that routine and just like feel really motivated and feel really good about what I'm doing. But at the same time, I'm not making enough time for the people in my life until it comes on the weekend. And it's so hard to balance all those people within two days. So I totally know what you feel like with balance. But my number one thing, and this has helped me, is planning everything out and planning out my days. So I'll like sit there and I'll go to my Google Calendar and I do this normally like every Sunday night or Monday morning. And I'll just open up my Google Calendar and I'll say, okay, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, you have this to this. Like I'll write down every single day what I have in my Google Calendar. Like you're working from this time to this time. You're going to the gym from this time to this time. That leaves a 30 minute break in between. Like you can go to the grocery store during this time or, you know, run an errand or whatever it is. And then it's like, okay, you come home from the gym, you shower, you do this, whatever. And I do that literally like every like I said every Sunday night from Monday to the next Sunday and I just like to plan out what I have going on everything I have coming up all that good stuff so once I do that and once I kind of plan out everything that I have to do I'm able to see more timestamps that maybe I didn't see before like maybe Thursday I'm starting work later than usual so it's like oh I'm starting work later than usual I can go out Wednesday night and see my friends or whatever it is so today is a Wednesday obviously as you're listening it's Friday but I'm recording on a Wednesday and my day today, I like I said, I went to the gym at 7 a.m. because and I was so happy that I got to go to the gym at 7 a.m. because I'm substituting from 12 p.m. to like 3.30 p.m. I think. And then I have an event in the city from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. that I'm going to with one of my friends. And it's like this wellness event. Check it out. Actually, it's going to be already done by now. But make sure you like, you know, give a follow to my friend Cuddy and her Instagram is ICI um etnu and then i i can't even pronounce it so i'm not gonna try and then her friend ritual and routine and they're like doing this event in the city um with a few other girls so i'm really excited to go to that tonight so i was like let me work out in the morning since i can't do it at night but i was able to kind of see like i have that timestamp. i have the timestamp to get ready and do this and do that and you know whatever it is and just being able to plan out your days will 
kind of let you see where you have time to balance your errands or balance your self-care of getting your nails done or going on a walk or whatever it is. And just creating that routine will also help you just like maximize the amount of time that you're using in a day. So that's why I love waking up so early because I've been awake for four hours now. It's 1030 a.m. And I've gotten so much done. Like I did my morning routine. I went to the gym. I went to the post office. I showered. I did my hair and makeup. I cleaned my room. Now I'm recording this podcast and then I'm going to eat lunch, pack for the city and get going to work, go straight to the city from there. And it's like I've been awake for four hours. I got to do everything that I have to do and I still have the whole day ahead of me. So sleeping early and waking up early is also a huge thing of just like for your health and creating that routine is going to help you make more time for people during the week. So yes, it's really hard to balance it and manage it. But if you prioritize what you have to get done because your social life is a priority. Of course, working out and work and side hustle and all these amazing things are priorities, but so is your social life. So is going out with your friends for a drink or going out to brunch or something with your friends. Like that is also a priority. So try to find ways to manage it. Like I have like a group of people I haven't seen or hung out with in so long and I'm getting brunch with them this Sunday. And then I'm like, okay, Sunday I'm doing that. Let me figure out what I can do Saturday and who I can see Saturday. And it's just finding that balance and finding that time with people because you can't just do like all work, no play because then it's like, what's the point of life if all you're going to do is work to live or live to work? You know, you want to work to live. You want to work and have that amazing side hustle, but you also want to allow yourself to enjoy moments with your friends because, you know, especially at this day and age and the ages that we're at, I know a lot of my community is like in their 20s, almost in their 20s, just now leaving their 20s. This is your time to experience those things with the people you love most and you don't want to miss out too much on these things that you could experience. I thought this question was really cute, but someone said, are you truly happy in your life right now? Honestly, yes. And I feel like if you asked me this a week ago, I would have said no, because I think that a lot of the time sadness comes in waves and anxiety comes in waves. And it's like for a few days, I'll be super anxious. I'll be super upset. And I'll be thinking about all these little things that make me sad, like, you know, a relationship with a friend or something going on with work or health or body image or self-love, whatever it is. And I have those waves where a few days I'll just be really, really upset about something. And it kind of just like, it goes away. Like you have these thoughts and this, you know, anxiety and all this like overthinking about a certain specific thing. But then one day you kind of just like sit back and you think about all the good things that are happening and you're like, wait, I'm actually really happy. Like I actually really love my life right now. And that's where I'm at right now. Like, yes, there's days where I can look at the negatives and be like, well, this happened and this happened and this is going on and this bad thing just happened. Yes, of course, there's days where I think about that and it sucks because I almost don't allow myself to see the silver lining. But when there's days where I wake up and like even today, like thanking your life for the smallest things like I woke up this morning and I like I said woke up earlier than I had to even be awake I could have gone back to sleep but I was like I'm grateful that I have these extra few hours to get done everything I have to get done I'm grateful I get to record a podcast this morning using my voice because if I was sick and my voice was raspy or congested I wouldn't be able to do that I'm grateful that I woke up without a migraine this morning I'm grateful that the weather is nice out. I'm grateful that I have an event to go to tonight with like to meet new people. Like I'm grateful my makeup went on right. Like whatever it is, these little, little things you have to just like start thanking the world for. And just like, I just like, thank God, like, thank God this happened today. Thank God 
my you know boyfriend made it home safe from work today these little little things that happen every single day start like like being grateful for them and not just normalizing them like start stop normalizing the fact that you wake up every morning and you're healthy and you go to sleep healthy like start making that a big deal like that is a big deal and that is something to be so thankful and grateful for and once you start doing that and you start kind of like looking at like the silver linings of everything and taking those little things and being so grateful for them that's when it just makes you feel so much better about everything else going on like all this chaos in the world we can sit there and we could watch the news and we can sulk and everything negative going on in the world but at the end of the day you have to live in the moment you have to live your life and you have to do it for yourself because if you wake up every day and you think of all the problems going on in the world you will never allow yourself to be happy and we have to start allowing ourselves to be happy we have to start doing little things each day to make ourselves happy and to give ourselves the privilege of being happy you deserve happiness and I think that's something a lot of us don't think a lot of us don't think that we deserve happiness a lot of people think that they're meant to be anxious that they're meant to be sad that they're meant to be someone who's you know, just sad all the time and upset all the time and anxious all the time, you deserve better. And sometimes it could be hard to think that you deserve better because a lot of bad things might happen in your life. And you might think like, well, this thing and this thing and this thing happened. Maybe I'm just not meant to be happy. But the second you tell yourself you're allowed to be happy and the second you tell yourself you deserve happiness is the second you will start feeling it. Okay, now I'm going to answer like kind of a rapid fire thing where I found like a few small questions that I'm going to answer. So someone asked, do you drink alcohol? So right now I am not drinking alcohol. I haven't drank alcohol in maybe like a month or two months. I just, I don't feel well when I drink alcohol. My stomach hurts. I get a migraine. And if you've been listening to my episodes or following me on social media, I was just diagnosed with anemia, which is a condition where your red blood cells or like your red blood cell count is a lot lower than it's supposed to be. And you have to kind of up your dose and B12 and iron and all that stuff. So I do have like an iron deficiency and need to kind of work on fixing that for my body. And so that made so much sense when I found out that's what I've been dealing with for the past year because it's like even if I go out with my friends and I have one drink I'm drunk right away and I'm lightheaded right away and it's like I was so exhausted of just feeling tired all the time I was so tired of waking up every morning with a migraine or with a headache or having brain fog or you know whatever it was and once I like went to the doctor to figure it out and I found out what it was it made so much sense and it is something that I can heal and that I can take care of and be my own doctor and fix myself so I'm grateful for that but I have not been drinking alcohol because I want to heal that and also I have been a little bit scared of having IBS or PCOS because I do have leaky gut and drinking alcohol and leaky gut is not the most fun thing and I have to get like blood work done soon to figure out if it's something more serious with my gut or with my stomach so that's something that I have to worry about now and it's like drinking alcohol on top of 